Welcome to the OCD, bitch. The show where we take an in-depth, episode-by-episode look at the seminal and underrated primetime soap opera of the early aughts, the OC. I'm your host of the evening, Mike Gravano. With me, as always, is Ryan. Oh, my God. I can't believe that after what I've done over the last couple episodes, you asked me back to be here. That's so awesome of you, dude. It's just what I'm used to. You're like a safety blanket. Would you say that you have a crush? No. When you look at me, do hearts float around your head? Yes. Does oh, it shit. do that Instagram Greg, thing Greg, Greg, where Greg. it we're, zooms in? We're just, uh, this is just going to be you two guys? Yeah. Um, do you think that um, there's a difference? Like, Do you think that you can have a crush that's... I don't think that you want to have sex with me. No. But do you think that there's a crush there a like little bit? Like a boy bit? crush. Is it... Is 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 there a word for boy crush? Yeah, I think that's a that's a that's a legit thing. At it's this just point. crush. Uh, I have a crush crush on you. Yeah, it's not because crushes well, crush aren't. Crush crush is what you have on like an orange soda. No, if you're like I, super into an one specific okay. type of orange soda. I have a Paramore song for you then. Okay, crush crush crush, <laughs> and it means no sex. There's no 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 crushes want. Body parts and body parts. It's we are not sexually most, attracted to each other. Most a handhold cuddle. Uh-huh. At most. I want to s- see what you smell like. What's the situation, though? Like, when do we hold hands? Like, we're watching Jaws on the big screen? Yes. We're watching Jaws on a floating screen in the ocean, <laughs> and we're sitting in the ocean watching Jaws? Do you think we hold hands then? Because your answer fear, is yes, it, dream yes we are. Yes, we are. Why do you ask? Is I don't know. Are you feeling crushed? Are you going to invite him to go <laughs> yeah, watch yeah, Jaws in the ocean? I mean, it's hard for me because I don't really know how to ask people on dates. But, um, yeah, do you think that, I don't know, if you weren't doing anything, that you would go watch Jaws in an ocean? I would love to. I'll get okay. a new bathing suit. Oh, it's not a date and I'm not going and there's no movie screen. So I'm there alone? Yeah, you're going to find sharks alone. <laughs> cool. I'm an adventurer now. Do you think you can go find a shark if you had to? Yes. Really? What do you have? Like, Give me an hour. Radar? Put an hour on the clock. <laughs> Watch you march just right <laughs> into the ocean. <laughs> Full suit. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we should talk about that other voice that's going on right now, right? He that, won't be quiet. We're tr- no. I'm trying to talk to or, you. Do you think listeners right now are like, they're not reacting? Is this is Am our I f- crazy? <laughs> no, I'm part of this. I think everyone recognizes that I'm a legitimate part of this. This is our fifth fifth episode in a row with a fifth guest. guest shut episode. up, shut up, shut up. We're moving on. Fifth episode in a row with a guest. And only one of them refuses to be yeah. muted. Only one of them refuses what? to be like, you guys do your own intro. This is notorious GOG. Uh, stands for Greg. Gog. Gog. <laughs> I am Wait, the notorious Gog. <laughs> the, the, the notorious Gog uh, is here. And he's Greg is pretty much used to being on the shows he hosts. Yeah. Well, you guys handed me a microphone. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I, I guess the idea was I was supposed to stand here. And just hold it while you talk. That was the thing. Like a month ago, we had a show with Caitlin from Unnatural Twenties. Uh-huh. You know who that is? Yeah, I okay. think I've heard of her. All right, and uh, we handed her a microphone, and she just sat there, mm-hmm. like she didn't say anything. But uh, then we had some more guests, and we made sure that they did not have microphones. But like the second that we put the microphone in your hand, oh yeah, for sure, you are an MC. Yeah. Well, you know what it is. I'm like I'm like Carmelo Anthony. Uh-huh. I need to have the ball. And in this case, the ball is talking into the mic. And the worst part of any team, and makes yeah, way more make, than we do. Make everything worse. So this Caramel Anthony, is he? He's, he's like a candy, Mike. He's, he's a candy. Candy. The candy. He's the orange one. Wisconsin? He's the orange M&M. I don't know sports, and now I'm bummed out we have a guest who's instantly you knew that horning it was sports, in though. talking sports. Well, anytime I hear a name, my brain goes, don't know, it's probably sports. Yeah. <laughs> and Carmelo Anthony. Caramelo Anthony. Meanwhile, I was talking about the president of Yugoslavia. Idiot. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I know oh, that Carmelo Carmelo Anthony, Anthony yes, president of Yugoslavia. But I do have to say that you guys have invested in your podcast earnings in a weird way. Uh-huh. I bought an NBA team. That's yeah. what I did with mine. You guys do whatever you want with yours. That's a net loser, right? And I, instead of signing Carmelo Anthony, I signed the president of Yugoslavia. And this is very <laughs> exciting for me. That is a bad move, but it is definitely like an uh, eyes will get there. You don't think I'm going to sell tickets because I just signed that president of Yugoslavia. That's what I'm saying. If you want a team that wins, bad move. But people, for the first season, they'll show They're up. They're going to rush out to see this guy. He's 56. Think about the cheerleaders. You. You go. You go, Slavia. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> the cold crowd chants it with them. The cold crowd. Yeah, I <laughs> also don't have jackets. Also... Maybe for your basketball team, a bucket that has glitter in it. Uh huh. That's a good gag. Oh shit! And just the Benny Hill theme song uh-huh. going on in the background. Yeah, the whole time, nonstop, on repeat. Invest just, in ladders. I just like a team who, yes, who can <laughs> not only have a bucket of glitter on hand whenever they want, but like a ladder. Ain't nowhere in the rule book that says you can't throw a bucket of glitter on the opposing team from a ladder in the middle of the court. There's two ways to score 
in basketball. It's a layup or a ladder, and I got to say, I prefer the ladder. Greg, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, I'm just glad to be here. Sometimes you need, you can't just be in crush with somebody. You need another guest there, too, to Uh also fall in crush with. It is steamy in here. It's a little steamy. Is that coming from you guys? Is that coming from your crotch? Yeah, I don't know why we turned the uh, studio into a sauna, but it is saunified right now. I heard it was Mike, you are sauna the hedgehog right now. To mentally relax and to lose those LBs. And so we're trying to do a threefer right now. I I feel slimmed. It's hot as shit. It's very warm. Don't worry, we are drinking as much coconut water and vitamin water as possible. <laughs> Do you think you can, people can tell in our voices that we're a little bit saunaed out right now? They either think we're saunaed out or sprinting while we're doing it. They must be on treadmills just running. Are you guys' uh, fingertips raisined out? And if so, is that like a sign to leave? They or? kind of are. Th- that double down. <laughs> Does that bother that you like when your fingers get all dehydrated? I love it. You do? Yeah, it's so much fun. See, I'm like one of these. If I go into the water... I'm in the water for 16 hours straight. <laughs> so you have to like you have to deal with some pruning. That's Pruning's just part gonna of the happen. Game. What I like about pruning is uh, if you do it to plants, it makes them healthier. If you do it to your fingers, then you can pretend a California raisin is the one jerking you off. <laughs> oh, that is always nice. Ribbed for my pleasure. And I heard that through the grapevine, right? I'm so desperate for someone that isn't me to jerk me off <laughs> that I will take a California raisin yeah. at this point. Raisin up your hand, sit on it for a while, and go to town on yourself. But they're like the, the lead, raisin stranger. <laughs> the lead California raisin. Oh, right? yeah. oh, yeah. Not one of the backup raisins. Not the guy who's wearing sunglasses no. in the background. I'm not fucking with a saxophone I don't player. want the saxophone guy, although he could probably jerk you off oh, so yeah. good. Oh, yeah. That finger work. He, yeah. His fingers are so nimble. It's yeah. crazy how he does Nimbly that finger fingles. work. But I'm not ready to move that level because he's also using his mouth, and I don't want that. I just need the hand at first. I'm a gentle giant. Also, right. is he going to try to stick his fingers in your bum? Wait, I'm back on board. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, though, that like if you're obvious about it, I don't want it. Yeah, if you're coy. nimble, yeah. if your fingers are nimbly, then <laughs> nimble, let's see what happens. You guys, I'm going to have to get some raisins on the way home. <laughs> just get me fired I, up. Raisins get so much shit. I fucking love a good sun made. I'm oh, all about oh, it. Oh, no, absolutely not. They're delicious. I They're will take one candy. raisin per bowl of cereal that I eat, and that is it. Like a whole <laughs> box of pruny fingered raisins. Raisin bran used to be my favorite cereal. I do think it's a good racket, though. Like, oh, dude, we forgot to sell some of these grapes. <laughs> uh, hey, you want to buy these raisins? Yeah, when we were kids, all we had was got milk commercials. All, what they should have done was like have old milk and they could have just sold old Ew, milk no that'll make you sick so will raisins no, idiot won't. bowl of raisins bowl of grapes i'm choosing raisins every day you're a moron one that is filled like with juice saying. one is filled with juice the other is filled with dust like every time you squirt a raisin in your mouth you know, like i do on a summer day i just bring a raisin all over my head it's just dust coming out look i take a lot of shit from you week by week but you know I'm in a May-December relationship, and you're being rude now. <laughs> I'm into what I'm into, and we need to move on. So you think that I'm insulting your 49-year-old girlfriend? Shut up about it. You don't talk about Rebecca. Don't talk Nobody about Rebecca does. on the show. She feeds me raisins every day, and we love her for it. She has one leg. Did you say that like it's an insult? You're a Do monster. Do you think that we're making fun of her because of her age? She has one leg. We're the kind of people who would not make fun of somebody for being old. No, but if they had, not. If they just had one of the two required We're legs. We're going to crack a couple jokeroos. This is done. Ableism's the best. Tonight on the OC, Kirsten's sister Haley is back in town and shaking things up. She sends Sandy and Kirsten to a swingers party and throws a massive rager that Ryan and Seth have to manage. Meanwhile, Marissa's at Oliver's party at the Four Seasons, and Ryan needs to get there by midnight to give her a magical kiss. And Anna and Summer are also there trying to be friends. All that and more. Greg, before we actually get into what's happening in this week's episode of the, the nitty gritty found on Hulu or the DVDs, if you're nasty, <laughs> what is your relationship to this excellent soap opera? It is something that I am peripherally aware of because you two are so into it. Have you it. heard me and Mike talk about it before? I have heard you guys talk about it. That's almost my only contact with the show at all. The episode I watched for tonight's show was and is the only episode I've ever seen. Wow. But I don't have like this Taylor-style hatred Well, he's it. a weird cat. Yeah, and I, it seems to extend for him like to the actual place, the OC. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love Orange County. Not that I think it's perfect, but like it's I'm right back where I started from. Oh, like California. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I... Uh, before we started the OCD show, so it was just a show that me and Mike liked. If I said, hey, Greg, name two characters from the OC, do you think you could have done that? 
I want to say that I could say Seth and Ryan because I know those so bad now. <laughs> uh, but I could I, I couldn't remember. I thought one of them was named Ethan. I think I I thought Seth's name was Ethan. Ryan was easy. I know Ryan, and so I'm like, all right, so that one's Ryan. And I was like, well, what's what? What is the Mike one? And I was <laughs> oh, like, I don't like uh, this comparison at all. Ethan. Who do you think is more handsome, Ryan or Ryan? Uh, I'm a, I've always been a Ryan man oh, myself. Yeah. Make mine yeah, Ryan. That's just that's, that's a, for me. He will, I guess, always be Jim Gordon. Right. So to watch right. him like with these bangs, a mustache yod less Jim Gordon. Do but you, he does like a lot of the same moves, even though he's playing like a punk kid or something. Does it's, he? Does Jim Gordon give a lot of speeches with his head caught completely on <laughs> the side like this? Just look kind of like puppy dog eyes. Ooh. But now, yeah, I but I certainly didn't feel any animus to the show. Did Gotham fuck up your viewing of this episode? Well, I, I mean, I think you're supposed to watch Gotham imagining it is the continued adventures of Ryan. <laughs> right. But <laughs> I don't think became a cop. Yeah, I don't think it works backwards when you think of it as a prequel. I don't know why, but it's just that's just how it works. I think the Orange County of the OC is as fantastical as the Gotham of New York City. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so for sure. They're both crazy places. But, okay, I'll give you an example. Uh, on this episode, they talk about the restaurant The Arches. Uh-huh. Like, I've driven past The Arches a billion times. I've never been in there, but I've driven past it a billion times. So, like, some part of the, of the OC in me, I was like, yeah! <laughs> and yeah. any time they would say, like, the name of any city, I would be like, oh, yeah! I love that shit. Yeah. Well, as opposed to Jim Gordon, who's like, Oh, I have to go to Arkham. And you're like, I don't, I don't know what that but is. Exactly. I've never been there before. Or on Taylor's Arkham. episode, uh, he brought up South Coast Plaza, dude. That gets me fired up. <laughs> South Coast Plaza for sure. Yes. Local rest. Yeah, dude. local rest. So I'm, I'm like, I think I'm kind of in the bag. I don't love so, the show, but I think I'm in the bag for it in that it, way. It's crazy when you watch a TV show because you have a box of vases, vases next yeah. to you when you watch. So you Zals. in Gotham, you're not throwing. They're not any as vases. nice as vases. They're just vases. Okay, so you uh, like because it's a whole big box of them. When you watch Gotham, there's no reason for you to throw a vase. No, but when the OC comes on, you're like, I know that place, and then you just throw a vase as hard yeah. as you can. The wife got pretty tired of that one, but <laughs> it's only forty-four minutes. Yeah, it's, it. it's a real quick show. Anybody can handle forty-four minutes of nonstop base yeah. throwing. <laughs> now, Greg, do, do you remember when? Because nobody used to call the OC the OC before the OC. Yeah, like a. Do you remember that transition? Growing up here. No, I. I mean, I guess I don't think of the area in that term that mm-hmm. much because like we are from HB yeah. Huntington beach. And I think of that as such a distinct place from like the places from most of the places depicted in this show. Well, they p- depict the finest Malibu can offer pretending to be Newport beach. Yeah. The other thing too, is that uh, right when Mike, you and I were getting into the OC, we all were getting into the AD and there's mm-hmm. a like AD alien made fun of it. Alien dick. We all watched the show <laughs> alien dicks on Fox and friends. <laughs> That channel <laughs> and uh, on Alien Dicks, they would somebody would say, "Oh, I'm from the OC," and they would say immediately, "Don't call it that." Don't call it that. You yeah. do not say that. I was Mister. Don't call it that. I was like the only thing that ever said OC before was OCTA, the Octatransit. Yeah, which none of these characters would ever ride. And you're a big bus defender. I love the buses. There was that Jack Black movie, but it was called Orange County. Orange County, which I also loved. Yeah, Sean Brumner. But I don't know. I just it, it, it seems like too broad and distinct a place to paint with one brush like the OC. So I don't feel like I hear many people say mm. it or not say it. That's true, especially because Southern California is blue as blue can get. Yeah. But the OC is red as fuck. So yeah. that makes orange it everything curtain. weird. And the show kind of deals with that not so explicitly all of the time. Right. But Sandy's very liberal Sandy and Ryan, right. who and have the exact same storylines, are very blue. And then the rest of them are... Mm, and also, just being from around here, like... It, if you could drive down a street that's crazy red and then right. two blocks away, you'd be one of the like when you're used to it, you can right. feel and that's why we ha- that's honestly you guys and you asked me not to bring this up. That's why we need gerrymandering. Sure. Gerrymandering is really important. Not a lot of people know that, but it's so important that we gerrymander these districts. And your best friend Jerome Mandarin is running for office. That doesn't have he, anything to do with yeah. that. You're Ryan. trying to vote Ryan, that for has him. literally okay, nothing to do. So I should not with bring him up. Uh, okay. I, well, I, I, I wasn't talking about his stellar record. Right. I wasn't talking about all the good he's done in the community. How much money he has made from the NRA. How many you're, you're not talking mandarin about mandarin oranges he he's, today? He has an A minus rating from the NRA, Ryan. Ooh, a lot of people that's are a harsh rating. A lot of people are. Yeah. Don't they only give A pluses or F? Like they, there's no in between. They only give A pluses sort of into guns. Or guns like, fired into the air. You either get four guns or one gun. Yeah. <laughs> you get one gun down. Now, I want to track back a little bit. And you said Ryan's Ryan. 
lazy because the name, and which one is Mike? I guess it's Seth. What is it? So Ryan is Ryan just because the name? Okay. Uh, and is to, it weird because Seth isn't fat? You have to remember. <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> He's one of those characters that easily could have been fat. I think uh-huh. it makes sense because in the OC, there's not that many like fat people. Uh, I'm like kind of an outlier, but uh, you get like all the characteristics of a fat kid, but then they just happen to be skinny because their parents run or something. Well, plus, uh, yeah, like you just don't have fat people on TV. Yeah, it, I mean, I think it comes down to money. Like, there's only so much room on the screen, and the fat person's. I think man, it comes down to money. Like, rich people just don't have fat kids. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, if they cast a fat kid as Seth, he would take so much screen Crafts time and therefore <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah, he would eat so many craft singles that he'd we wouldn't be, know what to do. He'd be clogging their toilet constantly, right? Falling over and injuring himself. But do you think that people can hear in Greg's voice that he thinks of himself a fat, as a fat yeah, kid? I think so. Really? I, I just want to hug him. Do you think of Greg as a fat kid? I do not. Oh, well, really? I don't think of him as a fat adult. Maybe was, I was a fat kid. I think everybody in this room might have been a fat kid. Well, I think if any of us were scrunched down to like 12 years old, we would all be <laughs> fat, fat kids. I think, I think Ryan went skinny, fat, skinny. Uh-huh. I went fat, skinny, fat, whatever this is. And <laughs> you went skinny, fat, skinny, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, no, fat, skinny, fat. fat let's skin. not let's not forget no. the first part of fat. I was a skeleton. I mean, a lot of us have like a lot of fat, skinny, fat, fat, fat. Like, there's a lot of data points in there. I was a skeleton until I was like ten. By the way, Dana Point City in the OC, Go and ahead. then got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until I was cool and rolled away to school every day and lost the weight. <laughs> and then once I became an adult and got to eat whatever I wanted, got bigger and bigger and bigger. What and a bigger. lateral <laughs> shift that is to lose weight from rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> but the great thing is that uh, Greg and I uh, were bigger, and then we lost a bunch of weight by like eating better, exercising. You just Pulled an arm off and ate it, and that's how you lost Two your weight. Two birds, motherfucker. So is that fat? Does that think count so. as skinny, or are you still fat because you ate one of your arms? Yeah, I'm like Homer Simpson's in one of those late day Treehouse of Horrors. That's very bad. <laughs> I think the main reason I attributed Ryan to Ryan is because they have the same name and then a similar color hair. Yes, uh, and similar colored leather bands. And similar. <laughs> Yep, he, he just flashed him. <laughs> and then uh, Seth is the brunette. That's the funny one. And the funny one, okay. Uh, but that's all it had for me. Like, now watching the episode, I don't, like, I mean, those guys would get so much tail that you guys could never, ever get. They're <laughs> have important more, to point out. more confidence as high schoolers than I've ever seen either one of you exhibit. They're obviously wealthy. Although, Ryan, is that the one from Chino? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, he hangs out with rich people, which is such a baller Smart move, move, dude. Such a baller move. The other important thing, too, though, is that Ryan, which is the character's name and also my name, yeah. the person that I am, uh, would be able to figure out a way to survive if Seth died. Whereas mm. if I died, Mike would just prune into like four raisins and just be left on the <laughs> okay. sidewalk forever. Let's not bring up raisins anymore because yeah. now I'm half stock again. Move on about it. It's been a while. Wait, you guys are throwing you raisins give Greg a little boner? I want to give Greg a little boner. <laughs> I mean, it would be rude to get zero yeah. boner if that's what you just were trying dish to do. Of a bone. I'm not going to come be on your show and not perform any sort of boning at all. Thank you. Uh, well, we've learned a little bit of Greg and a lot about our feelings towards raisins. Chattahoochee style. But when we come back, we're going to talk about Ryan and Marissa saw fucking Master and Commander on a date? Yes, they did. Do you know why, Mike? Why? We're going to break. I understand what's going on now. (laughs) (laughs) But why? Is it because Russell Crowe's a hottie? All right, the stinkiest or winkiest of all time. Ryan looks exactly like young Russell Crowe, and they're commenting on that, and Marissa says... I didn't think he was that hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, does he really? Yes. I never. Of course he does. Look at him. That's obviously what the fulcrum of that joke is. I don't. I hadn't noticed it before they said it. It was yeah, more one of those where, like, you hear the joke, and then you use the joke to construct what the truth must be. And sometimes I will actually laugh at the joke, and then use the truth to construct what the joke must be. It's like when you're going to poop in the morning, and you go on Twitter, and you don't understand any of the jokes. <laughs> yeah, so now you have a bunch of detective now work I gotta to do, do. Go look at the news. Yeah. I didn't get. I thought it would just insert hot actor here. No, Russell Crowe and Ryan Atwood look exactly the same. Yeah, but and Russell she Crow's looks smash boxer face. And at this point, uh, people have made note. Like I don't know what the internet was at this time. I think it was just like throwing paper airplanes at the. AOL I was thinking about this when I was watching the episode. This was supposed to be 03. Uh-huh. The internet was not hot shit at this time. You could of, not do that much stuff on the internet. ASL cybering. Yeah, yeah, if you knew what it was, then you were probably like a neck bearded. Fedora wearing oh, a lady nerd. If you're saying 
did Mike play Baldur's Gate and Diablo in Nintendo 3? The answer is, yeah, my friend. Yeah, he did. That is what I was saying. Man, I appreciate could, you. Could we just take a turn to just that for a while? <laughs> sure, what? I, What's I'd up? be way into that. Were you a Baldur's Gate guy or Diablo? Oh, I was a major Diablo guy. We, But literally, we cannot talk about that. Can we not? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to jump back in. At this time, the only thing that we were hearing about the show, besides it was like a hot summer hit, was that Ryan Atwood looked exactly like Russell yeah. Crowe. And then they swooped in with that little thing. and Because if he weren't supposed to look like Russell Crowe, the joke there would have been she turns to him and goes, I would fuck Russell Crowe <laughs> every which way. And right. then she'd look right at her boyfriend like, you son of a bitch. That's hilarious. But does this date <laughs> like it? Better. Like, if you don't know who Russell Crowe is, which is going to happen, like, if you watch the show in 10 years, you're going to have no idea what the hell she's talking about. And you're going to picture him as, like, an old man. Right. Is this joke dumb? Like, sh- can we have moved on past this? It's not a, it's not a ruiner. But I, I think it's it, there's not such a lantern hung on it that I think it's fine. She says, "Are you kidding me?" And she, she says, looks. I right don't at think him. she's. I don't he's, think he's that ugly, or yeah. I don't think he's that hot. I thought, but not knowing Ryan's supposed to look like Russell Crowe because he does not at all. Are you? I kidding thought it was me? insert Brad Pitt, insert Matt. I thought it was insert hot. And do you think there was a time where Russell Crowe was just well? No that's Brad Pitt. my biggest note is was Russell Crowe a hottie? Because that's a weird fucking move. No, they got so much shit but for being exactly the kind of people they. Put Merce and Ryan to be. Would either of them be like, let's go see Master and Commander and Ryan said he liked it? That's why it's a that's why it's a stinky joke. Because they have to bend the reality uh-huh. of the show. There's no way the two of them would go see Master Commander, which by the way is a great movie. It's a very good movie. Dude, it's but it super, is about boats. But it and there's no way. There's boats all up in it. And Ryan hates boats. And she's not even attracted she's not even attracted to the main guy, if her joke is to be believed. So there's no way. Like, if, if you have it for an actor or actress, you'll go see a stupid movie they're in, even if it's about boats. She's probably all about the w- other guy in that movie, the Seth of that movie, Paul Bettany, oh. who's, like, making notes about how animals Bettany. work. Yeah, dude. He steals that movie. Dude, I, I didn't see that movie Dr. for a really Steven long time. Maturin. I just recently saw it. It's a really good movie. The books are dope, too, dude. It sucks that that did not become the franchise it should yeah, have been. Yeah, isn't it Master Commander colon other dumb bullshit? Yeah, right, yeah. And if a movie has a colon, that means you're setting up some more. more movies. There's 18 books. <laughs> they made a movie about the fourth one. And I think they chose a good story because then he's the captain of that ship and it's a, it's a cool event. And he went to the far side of the world. And it should have launched a thousand ships. Mm-hmm. But instead, it, people were just like, no, that was really good. Probably it was expensive to make. Probably they just yeah, anything on the water. Boat yeah, action. right. Also, at that point, we had had so many Russell Crowe style boat movies. Like, yeah, we want to move on to something else. Let's move on to something else. You know, they're doing uh, the fourth Chronicles of Narnia is coming out next year. No way! They, just really? reboot it. They had three in like the mid two thousands. Uh huh. Years yeah. apart. Right, and then it all stopped because they stopped. They stopped making money, and now they're going to do the fourth one. They just decided. Yeah, now is the time. You the know what we're doing one. right now, you guys? We're movieing of the year right now. <laughs> yeah, let's save it for we that. We got show. a completely different rail. So you guys remember that show movie? Marissa's yeah, fucking really fun show. Marissa's fucking with Ryan, I guess, by comparing him to Russell Crowe. But she's also fucking with him because he says, you know, it'll be nice to just relax on New Year's to get over Christmas. Yeah. And she's like, but what happened with Christmas? Trying to be coy. But Ryan is not a playful guy. And he goes, no, you do not sweep that from under the rugs. <laughs> you fucking remember what you did. <laughs> and. There's a couple of problems here. One, he is trying to punish her. And uh-huh. two, she, he's trying to get her to like commit to something that she doesn't really know about yet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, and then she says, okay, that sounds nice. And then he's like, I got you. I got you, motherfucker. Now we have to do this. He told yeah. And if, if you want to go out later, even though you found out two weeks from now, two weeks from now, even though we did not know about this, that there's a dope party, uh, you still promised yourself to this. You can't do that. But. You're, uh, yes, he gets. You're also skipping over a lot of plot. Of she says, "I love you," and he does the classic TV response and says, "Thank you." I think he went, "Uh oh, <laughs> I just made boom <laughs> boom," and then ran away yeah. with like he pooped his pants. <laughs> uh, he says, "Thank you," and then the funniest is I've never seen somebody on TV go, "You're welcome." Like <laughs> I get this is the natural response, oh, yeah, but I'm the mad camera's about supposed it. to cut away, but <laughs> yeah. it doesn't. So Marissa just has to stand there, and then. He's like, I love you. How hard is that to say? And then we get to meet Aunt Haley. Yeah. Because saying it, knowing it is easy. Saying it, saying it is harder, you guys. How you, old do you think this lady is supposed to be? This like sexy older I lady. I don't know. Do you want to know what it is in real life? What? Yes. When she was in this show, in this I'm show. guessing she was 27. In this scene. Okay, right. so ru- she is in Ryan's pool house, right? Yeah. Uh, so wearing like no bra, but his like wife beater. Uh-huh. But thinks it's very cool to just be wearing that. And yeah. she does that in front of Seth and Kirsten yeah. Yeah. later. The next That's morning. not cool. I understand you're a free spirit. So Put much cooler than my aunt. Uh, <laughs> but in the first scene where she's doing that, 
where Ryan sees Haley and it's just a Ryan Haley mess around. Uh-huh. Uh Ryan in that moment, the actor is 24. The actress playing Haley is 19 years old. What? No way, really? She's playing <laughs> however old his junior. Yeah. Cuz my guess is she's supposed to be like 26, 27. That's right, what I that's was probably it. Cuz the kind of 19 like, years the, the old. The kind of it's time to grow up Haley talks they're giving is what you say to a 26 year old. That's 27, fucker. right? Yeah, right. like all right, I don't want you to hit 30 being this much of a bum. Right. If you're 19 doing this stuff, that's all understandable. But is was she sort of hitting on him? Oh, yeah, for sure. She had a real energy with Ryan and then with, with Seth, wh- who is her, her blood nephew. And nephew. Seth sucks, but at least he does the right thing. He says, we'll hug when you're dressed. Seth knows where their lines are. But then he really goes in for it. Oh, he As goes in for that fucking And hug. then, man, he like he's like, look at my chest. I have chest hair now. Oh, yeah, he's got one. This was like really, I think... Ahead of its time in this regard. As far as the porn world yeah, works. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. This was like the beginning of a scene on Brazzers or whatever. <laughs> but Haley does not know who Ryan is, no. right? Like Caleb, Kirsten's dad, Haley's dad, knows that Kirsten has adopted a right. son. Haley doesn't know that. They haven't talked to her in years. So she's like, hey, what's up, bud? How right. are you? And I think that's just sort of how Haley rolls. It's just that the first interaction every time is like, Hey, I'm Haley. You steal a dude's shirt, you make fun of him, then you hit on him. In he, that order. He says, I live in this pool house. And she's like, no, I live in this pool house. You guys, don't have a pool house. Because if you do, people will just literally move into it and be like, yep, I live here now. It's like in cartoons where everybody like puts one hand over the other hand yeah. on like, a baseball bat or whatever. <laughs> does she That's think how pool houses work. You can just demand it? Like, Does she think he's breaking in? Where's her fucking game here? I think her game was, I'm going to stand here in my Swing underwear and tell you that I'm going to be, this is my place now. Mine now. And, and maybe he'll be like, well, both of us. <laughs> what's more fucked up, though? The Ryan thing I understand. She didn't know who Ryan was. But what's more fucked up? Her and her braless wife beater in underwear around Seth or Sandy? Seth Sandy. for sure. Oh, we different. <laughs> I think with Seth, there's not, in her mind, there's nothing there. She doesn't realize what a dirtbag, gross teenager he is. But he's 17. No, he's there boner was, crazy but, but there was a palpable time. energy The, the last there. time she saw him, because she, she's like, you're so much taller. And he's like, well, puberty happened. And then she repeats again. She's like, Marissa, the girl next door? She was so skinny. He went, no, puberty happened. Right. Which is gross. So it's been a while. It's been a while. And so I don't, she doesn't think Seth is a sexual being at all. Because in her head, him and Ryan are not peers yet. Ryan, you hit on. Seth, you do not. Sandy's messed up. And doesn't Sandy's the one who just puts his hands up? But all, he, he's not like... Yeah, he just throws his hands in the air like, Oh, snap! He's I not leering. He just wants her to be covered up as fast as fucking right. possible. No, what That's Sandy Kirsten's rules... sister. Sandy rules because in like a sitcom, an Al Bundy type would leer. And Sandy's just like, cover her up. And then just like, well, it's so every time he interacts with her, it's, I hate you, but I don't want to deal with you. So yeah. I'm going to get out of this room as quick as possible. I think the move there is to pretend like you're not leering at mm-hmm. her. But then actually... Okay, no, that's not good advice. <laughs> this is not a Greg Wisdom fucking place. So to set the scene of the rest of the episode, we also get Oliver inviting Marissa to the Four Seasons party, and he does not mention his girlfriend, Natalie, until Marissa brings up Ryan. And we right now know a lot about Oliver. You and I do? Yes. yes. But if this is your first episode of the OC, right. Oliver seems like a totally a normal fine guy. guy? What, no. What's your vibe on Oliver? To me, he seemed like a guy who was... Glib, a word they use in the episode. Would you but, say the creepiest creep in Creeptown? But I, yeah, I mean, I mean glib in the sense of just so easy with an answer. And she brings up that she has a boyfriend. He brings up that, she, that he has a girlfriend, and then she's just like not there at the party like she was supposed to be. He's just constantly bring, like saying the right thing at the right time. He put off a real like unctuous air. Uh-huh. I thought. Also, it's just so weird for the two of you to be in that waiting room, yes. waiting for your respective therapists, and like on that's, New Year's Eve. Yeah, morning. and then you're gonna like strike up a relationship based on that. It's like no. And also, he kind of reminded me of the Joker. Uh, he kind of has Joker mouth. Oh yeah, syndrome. just natural Joker mouth. But th- that's sort of the thing, though, is that like he is into Marissa. Like when in the last episode, when he finds out that Marissa is like the party chair and the like the high school. Like person who does all the things, um, he's into that. But really, it's just that like Marissa seems vulnerable. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he smiles at. He's that. a predator because yeah, he just loves the chaos. He's just an agent of chaos. He is the Joker. He might be the OC's Joker. This dude which also means connects to Jim Gordon's origin story. Yeah. He's dealt with the Jerome type wow. before. I thought they weren't even going to go into that stuff oh, on this prequel, but, but Seth, totally sexy did, smart yeah. Riddler. So that's getting set. Those fires are cooking. 
Haley sees the dope telepathic conversation between Sandy and Kirsten that I think we all aspire to. Instead of being like, oh, man, I can't wait till I have that connection. So you're goes, talking about Kiki and Sandman in the morning. Yes. Kiki and Sandman in the morning are running around and just like, glasses? There. That? There. Yeah. Like, they barely needed. And Haley's like, ugh, what a rut. How bored you must be. And that whole scene I was drooling over. It looked so amazing yeah, to have that communication sure, skills. Yes. Fuck Haley. And then the whole episode becomes about, like, are we in a rut? Right. I don't know. Maybe we're in a rut. Who's in a rut? I don't know. It becomes like a Seinfeld episode about ruts. But, yeah, it, it sort of shows that you're only in a rut when some asshole who mm-hmm. knows nothing says, hey, you're in a rut. And so, then all that's when it starts to, like, avalanche. Haley's in Kiki's head. Oliver's in Marissa's head. And then Marissa gets in Ryan's head further because he did not say I love you. And he does not apologize or say it again. But she's like, hey, we got invited to this party. Instead of being like, I'm in the doghouse, I'll say yes. He went, we said we would rent movies and yeah. just hang out with Seth. I thought he was going to bust out a contract. <laughs> do you guys you remember? How, many, how much time do we have? Uh, do you guys remember the first time that you said the I heart you phrase? Yeah, I had almost the exact same thing happen the first time I was with my wife. I loved her. She was like, I appreciate that you said that. And <laughs> I'm going to go think about that. I hope you don't <laughs> mind if I don't say it back. And I was like, oh, right, <laughs> sir. But it wasn't like, I guess when it happens to... When it happened to me, it wasn't like the end of the world, right? You know, but uh, it, the the is that because your confidence was so high, or because you knew that she did, and you just wanted to give her the time to realize it? It's because I said it like this, like the second day A we were going soon. out, and yeah. so I knew it was too soon. But I thought that it was going. I thought we were going to really work out, so I had I did have the confidence in it, and I just so, think also in real life, real conversations with people, someone says it first sometimes, and the other person's not mm-hmm. ready, and it's not like a. There doesn't have to be hijinks associated right. with it. The stakes aren't all bouncing around. Yeah. But yeah, like uh, you probably said it too early, but you said it. You probably said it too early, but it, it, uh, you wouldn't have said it if you thought she was going to run. Yeah. Just that she had to think about it for a little bit. What's yours? I don't know. I remember being told a couple times and not believing it. Mm-hmm. I remember being told and thinking that it was sort of like high school stuff. Right. And then I remember the first time I actually believed it and I thought that she believed it. It was a very, very, very big deal. At your wedding. <laughs> you finally, you got me. I believe you. When but, she said that, face it, Tiger, you've hit the jackpot. Yeah, that was it. That was <laughs> it. Then you knew. I, don't, um, I think that what we did was that I think that there's a couple times where it happened and it was not meaningful. Mm-hmm. And then we sort of planned it out like you would a wedding. Uh-huh. Like we were like, all right, in three months, I think that we might be ready to say it. And then we eventually got to the point where we sort of. We both knew that we were ready at the exact same time. So that's the two adult version of right. planning it, scheduling it, calendar. I, I don't remember the first time. I do remember a bad time that it slipped out of me first. We were like, I was making out this girl. We'd been together for like a few weeks, and we were about to have sex. It slipped out. I went, nope, and buried my face in the pillow. Yeah. <laughs> that works. See, that's the thing. You get very lovey when you're just about to have right. sex or you just had sex. I feel like you should get like special dispensation. Chemicals. I was hot. Yeah, dude, fucking like, yeah. I was just court. so jazzed about what was about to happen. I wish there was a thing where like the second time means the most. Like, yeah. The second uh-huh. time where like there's no other chemicals the in your brain. The first time where you're both fully clothed. Right. And maybe like <laughs> and a, sober. Maybe even like a couple feet apart from each other. Right. Not so even touching. At a library. You've got to be at a library. All the irons in the fire of this episode of the OC. When we come back, we're going to talk about why everybody thinks whatever happens on New Year's Eve happens for the rest <laughs> of your year. What the fuck? Gentlemen, this episode of the OC has three parties. There's the Swingers Party, there's the Haley's Party, and there's the Four Seasons Party. I have so much to say to you about each and every one. Which do you want to start with? Let's start with Haley's party. Okay. Do you guys know what it takes to throw a house party? Do you guys know that even if you're Haley Nichols, you can't just throw a house party that fast that it takes like on, at least a week or two's worth of work? And on a New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve. Did she poach five other parties? Okay, well, I think something we have to consider is that she's a very hot party girl mm-hmm. slash bad girl. And it, so so hot and so bad that people will come to the party just to like get their revenge. Beat like, yeah, I'm right. here to like get my money from so Haley. So very, frankly, Chino-looking people <laughs> yeah. uh, roll up to this party, including a chick who's also a bad girl. And wants to beat her up to the tune of $3,000? There's a few very important segments we have to get into if we're talking about Haley's party. Let's dig into because you talked about the bad girl who beat up Haley. There's no way that Haley Nichols can't get $3,000 from Caleb Nichols. $3,000 to Caleb Nichols is nothing. Orange Couture. (laughs) Not the bad girl who wants to beat up Haley, but one of the girls who's in her posse 
is in a tank top with like graffiti spray paint something on it, a beanie and like plaid almost bondage pants. Uh-huh. Super early fucking 2000s. Okay, that's sort of close to Orange Couture, Mike, but I have to go with, and I'm so sorry, uh, the Rude. three of us recently discussed, and you would only know this if you are a Patreon subscriber, about what it's like to get prepared for a party if you're a 90s high school kid. Uh-huh. And you put on the, the suit coat and the jacket, and even though I've never been to a high school party that has people dressed like that, but Seth comes downstairs ready to go to a party in a shirt and I've never seen this before, matching tie in that the shirt has, like, it's black with red dots, and the tie has the exact same black and red dot pattern on it. What the fuck is that? I did like that. I did you like did that like lot. that. I would have worn that, and I would also worn the, the ladies' outfit I just talked about. I would have worn those, both those outfits in high school. That feels like something that was not necessarily a trend back then, but... Is Seth trying to start a new trend? Yeah, and it yeah. didn't take. It feels no. like, yeah, like, you know, he's like, this is a thing, and people were like, meh. You know what they're also it? doing in, up in that room is they're uh, not just spraying cologne, but they have those old school, like, uh, you have that, like, pump. The atomizer? Uh-huh. The atom- yeah. And that, like, it sprays the cologne oh, on you. Yeah. Like, they're so weird and old school, I don't understand it. Is, Where are their fedoras? Is that when Ryan makes fun of Seth for having cologne? Probably, and sprays yeah. way too much of it just in the room, not but realizing it'll cling to his skirt, too? You know <laughs> you know, Ryan's, like, spraying a room full of Axe body spray, and they're just doing push-ups until and just it gets all on him. Spinning. Yeah. And that's in lieu of, like, laundry, a uh-huh. shower. Uh-huh. Any of these things you can do very easily. It's just working out in a miasma of Axe body spray. But no, as a uh, once and former, former and future future. um, party thrower, there's no way that Haley Nichols can do what she gets done in that night. Yeah, that offends you. It makes me so mad. That's three weeks of my life. Because, okay, but my point, though, about her being hot is she can call, like, what, 10 other hot girls, right? And now that she's building this absolute, like, web of hot chicks to come to this party, isn't that enough to get it done? Like, if you right. just have, like, because then... Everybody calls 10? It's a Ponzi scheme, basically, <laughs> yeah. So every hot chick calls the 10 hot chicks that she knows. And then at that point, we struggle because we are, like, the hairiest dudes of all time. And we by we, I mean just you, Ryan, because you're the one who throws these parties. But, so it's, you know, you call 10 hairy gross guys bad move that's no girl and yeah that's a dead end for a party i think it's also that ryan has never left orange county in his life for a day even he doesn't visit anywhere haley has been gone forever oh, i you think gotta build the suspense there's magnetic the pull mystery. of surprise i'm back in town oh, everybody yeah. show up and people being like oh fuck i will just move my party to your party yeah but, we've both lived out of town before and we know what it's like you come it's, back you, and you you're have like a draw yeah dude you're you guys are norms i hate like, every time you walk into a room you're norm peterson the problem is though too is that uh in this era of the oc in this episode we're still dealing with flip phones mm-hmm. like there's how did she contact all of these people oh that's a really good point flyers she also has been like really fancy ass neighborhood. Come fuck this house. That's up. the that's the other thing. That it's it's a really nice house, and they all know to do that movie party thing where they all just like build up outside the door. All right, wait. <laughs> like is zombies? there a hundred of us? Yeah. All right, and then I love the guy in the front of the row who like you have to send this werewolf to the uh-huh. fucking head of the party. Uh-huh. So when she opens the door, somebody can go ow. <laughs> and people just kind of fall in because they were all pressed up against the and door. And at that point, you don't have a choice. You're not like, well, should I let them in? They're already in because werewolf howl. Get out of the way or get stomped on. And then suddenly there's a whole lot of genitalia in your pool, <laughs> as says Seth. And some people came into the party and just ran right upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I got what? a fucking a nice bed. <laughs> oh, man. Can we get to Sandy Wisdom real quick? I guess. Uh, He's not in this at all. He gets to the party afterwards. Like yeah. he sees the aftermath, and he He's goes upstairs to his bed. He walks into a different bedroom that is not his, and sees a threesome, or is it his? It's bedroom? his, right? Because he walks in, and he says, "I should have knocked on my own door, I guess." <laughs> and then he says, "There's a threesome going on in my bed," which is hard because that sucks. But also, that's cool. Again, that's, that's pretty cool. He. He's not living right, in my opinion. Uh, this, and this is another example. What you do is you make some business for yourself in the room, and you're just like, oh, I just have to get... And then you act like you're not watching a threesome, that you're just like looking for your belt or but something. But then you find a goddamn chair. Yeah. But and then, you watch that threesome. Right? And then you go, keep going. Because and I won't call the cops. He just, he just didn't you go do... go full Wolverine. <laughs> he just didn't do swinging. So you watch a threesome. It's your bed. Wait, but your Sandy Wisdom is him quipping about the threesome? No, 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 no. 
Before they go to sleep, nobody mentions it. Sandy doesn't say anything, but he's changing the sheets. Oh, yeah. That's oh, the yeah. Sandy wisdom. That is Always Sandy wisdom. Change. If his, there was a threesome in your bed, change the sheets. And his wife looks at him like, oh, what a good guy changing the sheets. It's like, yeah, dude, because these sheets are done. Those stains aren't ours. Yeah. Okay, so let's backtrack th- and actually talk about the party. He threw the dirty sheets against a window, and they just slowly slid <laughs> down. Ew, he supermaned that wall. Seth is very. Seth and Ryan turn into a weird, odd couple where Seth is very persnickety and Ryan's like, I want to beat the shit out of all these adults right now. So Haley locks them in the pool house. Yeah. And Seth panic attacks like a motherfucker. Yeah. In a giant pool house, which Ryan points out has a bathroom and its own kitchen. And has so many points of egress. Like you could yeah. just you could just leave that place in so many ways. And Ryan also points out he sleeps in every night. So yeah. you can breathe. But wouldn't. I've been drunk at a lot of parties. Maybe something that I shouldn't be. To, if I saw people locked in, looking miserable, or if I didn't, even if they looked like they were fine and didn't want me, I would unlock that door and bar- barge in. See, I don't know. There's some people at parties that I've thrown that I would have liked to locked into a lock into a pool house. Uh-huh. Like, that would have yeah. been awesome if they were gone. But I, that would have never occurred to me it to is just k- keep prisoners. It's kind of weird to have a pool house that you can lock from the outside. You can lock people <laughs> in some of the rooms of your Unless house. Unless there was that giant piece of wood that like you put in front of castles uh-huh. like if she had that then right. i get it like now you're locked in but this is uh when they're trapped gives a great ryan moment because he's like we're trapped in the pool house by the way your aunt is awesome <laughs> <laughs> like he can see this sucks i'm furious but also i'm still really oh, into i thought your he aunt. was using a little bit of sarcasm there oh like, i oh, thought yeah, he was she's like, awesome i thought I, he was like it's so cool i thought i at first, i thought the same thing at first but then i realized you know he was kind of being sarcastic because he is other than like the felony, he is kind of a by the books kind of guy. Yeah. And he, you, you remember when he met Haley? Like Haley does not have it all together. Like Haley's right. fucked up, even some more so than Ryan Atwood. So and Seth is like, no, Aunt Haley's cool. Uh huh. No, Ryan knows up. at this point. Here's aunt this: Haley's not cool. Nineteen-year-old aunt, uh-huh. too young to be an aunt. Too young. Yeah, I mean, we got kids are getting to be aunts and uncles younger and younger nowadays. <laughs> but when Haley needs their help because she's. Too puss to break up her own party. You just call the cops. And that's, or Ryan, like the action hero he is, he goes, let's go. I got a party to clear out. Yeah. And then he cuts the power and says there's cops coming and clears it out like that. Which He's is something hero. that Seth or Haley could have done at any could've point. Done. But they don't, they don't have that Atwood like thing about the them. Atwood thing. And Atwood just goes like, it's done. Look, I know Haley is a fuck up and I know nobody's supposed to actually dig her. But because of who she is and how she looks, and I'm attracted to damage, and because of our magical music moments of this week, I think, especially in high school, I would have fallen in love with Haley. Do you guys know the soundtrack of this party was also the soundtrack to my high school? Is that true? Alkaline Trio uh, singing We've Had Enough, and Dropkick Murphys singing Walk Away. Every Warped Tour band band was playing at her party, which also makes sense of the people she had at her party. Also, Haley isn't just wearing a wife beater around people that she shouldn't. She's ripped as shit. Yeah, like, dude. She, she's got those shoulders, you know? She's got them things. And by things, I mean shoulders. Like, she could beat you up. So she doesn't need to run away from that lady. She could take her out. Probably. That would have been a pretty good fight, I think. Just like, and you think it's going to be like a normal TV cat fight, but then just no. bare knuckle boxing. Just yeah, <laughs> just hardcore. Yeah, and they would have hiked up their pants and then the, the knuckle thing. I say- but- the problem is that Haley's character is not that. Haley's character is like, what? I'm out of here. A problem? I'm going to leave. Yeah. A problem I started? I'm going to blame somebody else. That is Haley's party. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about swinging. Woo! Sandy and Kiki are in a rut. Or they think they are because Haley's fucking mind Haley is. said it one time, and now they think that they are in. But Kirsten, so Kirsten starts to spiral out, and at first I was like, what's she freaking out about? But then if you think about Kirsten's last couple months, that her first boyfriend kissed her, and she didn't tell her husband right away, that her Uh-oh. husband's co-worker did try to make moves on him, that her dad is dating their old neighbor, that there, there's been a lot of lies and not pe- telling people things, loaning money that she's not telling. I don't. I would say the opposite of a rut, because it's not boring, but it's issues. They all lie constantly as if this is some sort of network drama. Show. Yeah. So instead of going to Archers like they do every year, get home in time to watch Dick Clark and the Balls Drop, <laughs> he... My favorite band. And she's like, maybe we should go to this party that Haley talked about. And, and, and Sandy is a real ass about it, but in a funny way of like, I'm going rogue, and starts screaming at the GPS lady. And it's weird to agree with your wife and do what she says by making fun of her the whole time. Now, I'm not is a married... Is that weird? I'm not a married man yet. <laughs> I want to ask you, my married friends... Is that what you do? You say yes to her while loudly mocking it the whole time? 
Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's hard because it doesn't count. You're not doing it, right? You're, like, half-ass doing yeah, it. Yeah, so, that's what sucks about it. Yeah, you're not committing to anything. But I want to ask you guys, what member of the key party would you be? So we have... Oh, I know who I'd be for sure. There's the one girl, the blonde girl, Madison. The noopsie? The noopsie, who's like, oh, yeah, no, just throw your keys in. This is fun. This saved yeah. my marriage. So there's that one, who's, like, fully committed. There's Kirsten, who is in the middle. And then Sandy, who pulled out... The watch back. And so that they would not do it. But Kiki at some point seems like she is willing to She's go down to clown, down. dude. Yeah. She's down to clown. She's down until she realizes or she thinks he's actually down. Because I do think she's like, Sandy is actually gonna stop this. Sandy's gonna stop this. And when he's like still fucking with her, he's like, nah, you seem fine. You're talking about Bob about birds. That's awesome, Bob. And the show I think the show does a really good job of pointing out how like they're not specifically boring. They're right. not comically boring. They're normal boring. Yeah. Other normal people are boring. Right. Their conversation they had that showed how in sync they are slash how much they're in a rut. He was going to go surfing. Right. These aren't normal people. These are cool, hip people. And I'll tell you who I would be in the orgy for sure. I would want to be the super enthusiastic person. And I would be. I, well, it's not an orgy. Just key party. Yeah. Just like, yeah, we're going to do this. This is going to be fun. We're going to have a great time. But I secretly know I would be the one that Madison got stuck with. <laughs> This guy with curly hair who's <laughs> overweight, and she clear. She's like, "Oh fuck!" Like the that's guy, so awful. You don't want to have sex with that guy, lady. Please don't go have sex with him. Wait, what? Like the guy that Madison <laughs> gets stuck with. He smiles real quick, and then his gut comes out yeah. of his shirt, and then his cummerbund just he flies looks, up in his. In he his looks face. like the dad from Clarissa Exp- explains it all. Uh-huh. Okay, and this woman very much indicates that she doesn't want to go have sex with him. That's a disaster. That is it. That, that whole tense watch scene, and it felt like a poker game. Just people sweat yeah. dropping off, and Kirsten's like, where's his watch? What's going to happen? Who's going to do what? And Sandy is playing it cool the whole time because he's trying to – he went from joking, mocking her to now like, no, I'm going to fuck with you because I – Sandy is charming in every situation. He flirted with the lady and then went, well, that's been fun. Let's go get dinner because <laughs> I'm bored. And she was like, no, no, because she got jealous that he was having fun. She was like, no, 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 I'm talking to Bob about birds, and we're going to stay here now. And Probably he's going to put his penis in me later. <laughs> she – she said, I'm talking to Bob about burgers. And then he just Burst. talked about how like he has this whole family that mm-hmm. he lives in a burger store with. That is what you call an aphrodisiac, Ryan. Burger stores? Burger stores. Family burger Songs store. and so- stories about your family. But Kiki gets so rattled that she's like, I guess, I guess we'll stay. And then th- everything turns out good again. And she realized she just wanted to look at the fire. She didn't want to touch it yet. At a certain point, I have a very combative relationship with my significant other like all right. we do is try and uh battle each other but at a certain point somebody has to say nope yeah this is crazy and then put your foot down and say let's not join a key party the sandy unwisdom of this whole scene or series of scenes sandy goes don't dare me unless you mean it because he's oh, just like because he'll drop it in i have that unfortunate tendency too is i don't want to do a thing but if you say i won't fuck you we're doing it forever now. i you're linda belcher does as well oh yeah, uh-huh. so, yeah we're got- ba- that's not a good pairing <laughs> i like key parties do nothing for me either. Like what about be watch an, parties, be an orgy or yeah, or or be an orgy or be nothing. Like you're gonna go with my wife in that room, and I'm gonna go with some strange lady in another room. No way, Jose. That doesn't sound fun at all. If we're you know, if it's eyes wide shut style, but that masks, means that uh, yeah. you're gonna go have sex with Mackenzie or what we Madison. call it, Madison. But then you can see in the corner of the room that your wife is having sex with another dude. Is that okay? Do they all go? But see, I, we're I guess all in the same room. If we were all in the same room, then at least I'd feel like we were all part of the same thing. But if we're like going to different rooms, but this is a big house, how many rooms does it have? Probably you're going to have to share some rooms with other people. Hopefully with strangers, right? I think it's weirder to look over and see your significant other getting railed or railing. Yeah, I guess. Look, I'm not saying that me and my wife are against watch parties in the future. It's just I want to both be down for sure, yeah. not this half-assed down way that they go this into the party. This scary like game of chicken yeah. where they, you're putting everything on the line. They also People don't each know other in the first. eyes. When they they don't they didn't weren't told it was a swingers the party. The audience when they knows, get there they go wow. Yeah. Audience knows immediately. As soon as everyone turned around, the audience right. is like, "Oh shit, this is either an orgy or some kind of crazy watch party." But they they didn't drive there knowing it. So uh, they're, they're trying to like kick back on their heels. Let's figure this out. The Sandy actually wisdom, he says, we're not in a rut. We're in a marriage. Which could, if they were shitty, could be a bad cop. Yeah, but that I think line could be pretty dark. <laughs> Taken another way. But I think he means it warmly, and I take it warmly. Oh, yeah. That you want that telepathy. <laughs> yeah, no, I think... Telepathy. I think you're right. I think 
I had the same initial impression about the scene where he's talking to his wife, and they just understand all the reference mm-hmm. th- references the other person makes. And if it hadn't been immediately framed as something bad, I think that scene is just beautiful. Right. Yeah, that's the thing, too, is that I think that me and Mike are in relationships, not with each other, but within separ- with separate people of just who can deliver the biggest middle finger. And I like how Sandy at one point says, no. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull the plug on this. This is ridiculous. Let's please go home. Let's just go home. And then they do to the aftermath of Haley's party. But we can't talk about that yet because we have to talk about the Four Seasons party. And that party, you guys, is undeniable. Oliver's invited all these kids from all over the place because his parents own the Four Seasons. Yeah, they're like <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Four Seasons. Did you? Did you notice something about this scene? What? It's fucking crazy. I've never, no- I've seen this episode dozens of times. I have not noticed this one specific thing. Are all the kids like Dawson's Creek actors or Everwood actors? Uh, Marissa walks in and Anna comes up and like, oh, I'm so glad to see people that I know. And Marissa's like, oh yeah, uh, me too. Yeah, like, oh, did you do you know the owners? She's like, yes, I do. And Marissa's like, oh, you know Oliver's parents? And Anna's like. Who? Who? Yeah. And then they move on immediately. Yeah, I noticed that. Mystery! So that is Oliver, and he only talks to Marissa, so is actually not the person who lives at the Four Seasons? He is not, and also it's showing that Marissa and her ilk Mm -hmm. don't give a shit when Anna talks. Anna's right there with all the information, and they will not pay attention. I've not noticed. So Oliver's a liar from day one. Not one thing. I've always not a single goddamn thing. And I don't think they try even that hard to show you that he is. It's just it's that really quick Mm. answer for everything, and it's always the perfect answer. And no, I'm not like I'm not just a little bit rich. I'm crazy rich. Because yeah, it's not quick answers. Like I always have the smartest thing to say. It's like you say I don't like carrots. You're like, oh, that's crazy. I don't like carrots too. Yeah, and just have it right on your cuff, like ready to go. And then he goes, "Where's Ryan?" And she's like, oh, he he, had a, he couldn't make it. Where's Natalie? He's like, ah, long-distance relationships. Oh, yeah, something happened. And I don't mean carrots because the amount of crudité that's talked about in this episode oh, is yeah, insane. Oh, yeah, they love crudité. crudité he learned that word yesterday. He's like, hey, you know what word I know? Crudité. Crudité. And so Oliver is, it, it's like an innocent flirting because the sermon always like, well, let's cheers. Let's, let's have, and he says mojito like a douchebag. Oh, he really yeah. hits that soft J. But he's in rehab, right? So yeah, they're virgin mojitos. They're virgin mojitos. So, like, let's just drink those together, and that's how we're going to bond. And they cheers to their absent significant others. Yeah, and it's like Ryan is basically, like, on the clock. Uh-huh. He seriously got 10 seconds until she's just going to start making out with another yeah. person. Because at New Year's Eve! Se- at 10 seconds, he has to stop to, like, catch his breath. How imperative... <laughs> well, he's running up the fucking 50-story building. How imperative has this night been to you guys? Like, have you guys had... Very important ones, and have you guys just not given a shit? No, it's always just a shit show. I had, or you just hang out at home. I had one where uh, my parents and my older sister all said they did have plans, didn't ask me. So they went, "You're watching the baby." When the youngest was the baby, and they had stocked the fridge full of uh, sparkling cider for like the week because our whole family liked it. So I went, "I'm drinking those twelve bottles of sparkling <laughs> cider." Fuck all of you. And I oh, did. What a fat thing to do. I did it, and I felt like garbage. And then I fell asleep with a tummy ache on the couch, <laughs> like a baller. This one particular holiday has always felt like, if I don't think about it at all, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. And if I think about it too much, there's no way that can it can ever be good. It's always just dumb and boring. It's everybody put, it has to be the best night ever. And then this idiot phrase that idiots in real life say, too, of how you spend New Year's Eve is how you'll spend the whole year. But what the fuck does that mean, though? Like, if I piss myself... I'm going to spend a year pissing myself. Metaphorically and literally, Ryan. But if you, like, just stay at home and drink a lot of water and get a good night's sleep, that's supposed to be a terrible thing to do because then you're dooming yourself to a year of just living well. But what an accurate prediction because that's right. what you will do yeah. for the <laughs> next year. How to live a year well. Drink water on New Year's Eve. It's that easy. But all the kids, even the ones who say they don't believe in that kind of shit, instantly get hooked up in it. They're like, oh, no. And everybody acts like Ryan and Mercer broke up because he didn't say I love you right away. And so the combination of you didn't say I love you, and there's a countdown. So she'll kiss another. She has to kiss somebody. She's not she, a monster. She positions herself so she can look at the door. Because if that door does not open up then by I'm the time out. of the countdown, I'm out. I, then she's just going to make out with this it's, stranger she met in a therapist's office. Okay, but it does offer a countdown, uh-huh. right? And so, like, in action movies, it's blue wire, green wire. Uh-huh. Which one do you cut with a bomb? So 
we all know it worked for me. Like, we all know that I was all over this. But for you, Greg, where, like, this is your first dabble into the OC, uh-huh. did the countdown make it intense at all? No, that, that seemed a little ridiculous because it seemed like for the stakes of their relationship to be if he can get through that door in time. And then, like, the action shots of him running up the stairs and the way he, like, lunges uh-huh. at the door to open it. But it, it wasn't, like, ridiculous so that I hated it. It was just, like, I felt like when I was first watching the, the first few episodes of League of Legends or Legends of Tomorrow, like, this isn't for me. I felt like a lot of that wasn't for me. It was for people who had watched the other You're not on episodes. the page yet? No, not really. But I could see if you were in love with the show, it would be cool. The goofiness. And it is interesting because it's not the goofiness of Legends, but it's you buy, buy into how important it is to them. Yeah. You're supposed to ignore the fact that anybody who does relationship tests is gross, and especially tests that the other person doesn't know about. But the thing is about like the character of Ryan, the character of Marissa, and the show that the OC is, it's not about how lame it looks, but he doesn't make it to the door in time and then she kisses a different guy like that's all on the page right Mm -hmm. now because of the way that this show is yeah but he ran in super sweaty from running up the flights of stairs his mouth open which is if you ran up a flight of stairs your mouth would be open but it's rare that ryan looks unintentionally uncool and it's Uh, just panting like a dog running (gasps) but the one part i really did like the second he does come through that door she doesn't even say anything to Oliver. She just yeah. like scoots right past him. Like she puts a palm right in his yeah. face and shoves, and shoves him, him to the ground. So, so the New Year's Eve, whatever. And then was... Ryan squeezes a can of spinach and it all yeah. goes into his mouth. So the New Year's Eve, nobody really cared about it. But the, at that countdown, have you been like single and watched couples and had any weirdness ever at a party? Have you had to deal with I that? I think so, yeah. I think that I've, there's been at least a couple of New Year's in my life where I was like, well, I thought this was lame until right now. <laughs> and now this is a fucking bummer. Because you watch everybody kiss and you can't? Yeah. And because you got like, when you're single, you think, and a, a guy, maybe specifically, you're like, well, something will work out. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then, like... That's a lie. Yeah. you like stupid lie. Nothing even gets close to working out, and so then you just stand there and other people kiss around you. And then, Mike, like three episodes ago or so, we saw Ryan look around the campus uh-huh. at all of the couples. Right. And it was clear that, like, he just wants... He's hyper aware of it. I yeah, thought, he just wants a couple. I thought those two girls that... Both like Seth. I thought they were starting to groove in this episode. I yeah. thought they were going to kiss I when think the that ball gets closer in the future. And that they're so sad and desperate because there's a guy smiling at both of them. Yeah. And then like, you, you, you go, you. And then but she, they seem to be vibing with each other. Uh-huh, and they, they should just embrace that. And when the guy, he goes, I, I don't know, both of you. And they go, no, somebody has to choose between <laughs> us right now. But this is what sucks is because the odds are that that guy that they talk to is more like Chip from uh-huh. the yacht party. That guy's just a douchebag. You know? For sure. And Summer and Anna already know each other. And it's going to be way more fun to hang out with Summer or Anna, if you're Anna or Summer, than hang out with this new guy who only presents possibly stupid right. things. Just talk shit on the party the whole time. That's the best way to spend a party. That's what you're In the to corner, do party. bitter. Did you do that, Greg? Uh, when you were getting into relationships or whatever, we talked about this in like an episode or two ago. Uh, did you form relationships just based on talking shit on other people at whatever party you were at? Probably. I mean, probably because I I tend to to riff with people, so I could see it being like that being a pattern, talking shit on somebody at a party. I don't know what so I would do without it. Like it was so important to all of it my. It still is. Yeah. And there were yeah, and I guess I see what you're saying. Like there were specific parties you would go to where the point of being at that party was to be like this is fucking lame. These fucking <laughs> lame people. But you'd still go because you didn't have anywhere else to yeah. be. But you wouldn't say that. You'd be like, it's just to talk shit. Look at those idiots. So those are all the parties. In the aftermath, we get the Coens walking into their trashed house. Seth is sort of helping Haley clean. It looks like they're both terrible at cleaning. And Seth runs up and says, like, no, you no, you do not blame yeah. me. This is not my fault. I'm was, a loser. It's your dumb sister. I was not kissing my aunt. I've never <laughs> even thought about kissing my That's aunt. That's why they look panicked. Yeah. <laughs> and then Haley's response to Kirsten being mad says, you're not mom. You can't talk to me that way. Fuck you, Fuck dude. You. Are you kidding me right now? This is Whose my house. house. are you in? And that's what Kiki said. And I hate that. Like, Caleb always walks in and says, well, like, this is my house. So, Sandy, you can't tell me what to do. I hate when my parents said that. But no. Haley trashed her sister's yeah. house. You can't say that. And in, like, a desperate plea. And then, because Kiki Wisdom drops it. She's like, you spend so much energy on having fun. Are you having any? Boom, dude. That might have been a line of the episode. Oh, it was so yeah, good. <laughs> And Haley runs away. Yeah. And goes, I guess I'll clean in the morning. Haley knows how to deal with something like that. You run from it. Bail. But that, yeah, that's how you know you said a good line is that when they just tuck tail and just whoop, 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 right out of there. 
when your show doesn't even have a live studio audience, but you hear like everyone go, oh! <laughs> that, that is the show. Do we have any final words, final thoughts? It was an interesting uh, experience to watch this show. I see why you guys like it so much. That feels like an insult. No, no. I mean, I see that it has value is what I mean. I didn't get hooked based on this one episode, but um, I could see why you guys like it so much. Not because you are dumb, <laughs> but maybe kind of because it's dumb. It's like the right type of dumb. It's dumb in all the right places and yeah, smart in all the right places. Yeah, you mentioned Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. And then Fast and the Furious and Riverdale. Like, you have to know how to... Like, we... Be th- entertainingly dumb. Yeah, like, yeah. it speaks our language, Definitely. Right? Ryan, do you have a speed round of things to scream at us in the audience? Uh, yeah, I love the fact that when Ryan was driving to the New Year's party, his radio did that thing where it just gave him plot. <laughs> yeah. It just told him all the things that he needed and to do. And if you do. don't make it to this party, you will lose your girlfriend. <laughs> Um, Sandy Wisdom, um, he says, be polite when someone says I love you. So Ryan says, thank you. And Sandy's like, well, these, you were polite. And then they do a whole bit on that at the end, right? Where he's like, well, thank you. Um, did we do, uh, pour another glass of... No, he didn't. Kiki? Um, okay, so there, Kiki doesn't drink that much, but all the neighborhood knows about it. And uh-huh. they keep just talking shit on what a, uh, alcoholic she is. And she shows up to Yogalati's, and they don't talk about Yogalati's again because they really burnt that in the ground last episode. And everybody throws like, I didn't think you were going to make it. It's been five days since Thanksgiving. You recover from a hangover for five days. And then the comic connection, the person who is out to get Haley, the person who comes to beat her up, uh, played Black Canary for eight episodes of Smallville. Really? Yes. That is a good comic connection. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Ron, for your speed round wrap up. Greg, yes. tell the folks about a website. Yourpopfilter.com is the best website on all of the internet. It's where you can go to get all our podcasts. It's where you go to keep abreast of what's going on with the show. Make it your homepage. And uh, Molly and Mike, where are they now? I'll tell you where they are. They're on our website. Ryan, yes. tell the folks about podcasts. Podcasts. If you go to Apple Podcasts or Overcast or Stitcher, whatever you want to do, Make sure that you are downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing everything in the Pot Filter family. We've got Superhero Hour Hour, where we rate and review every single show based on a comic book that comes out every week. We've got the OCD. You're listening to that now. We have Movie of the Year. Every season, we take a deep dive into one particular year and try and figure out what is the best single movie of that year. Taylor Talking Taylor, where our friend Taylor goes over a different Taylor. And tries to figure out what is the best Taylor of that year. Yeah. So far, it's Taylor. Writer's Block, where my good friend Mike talks to a writer and says, hey, what's up, writer? And that writer says, hey, what's up back? That's Writer's Block. And then finally, we have... Is that it? I think that's all the show. Okay, that's all of them, yeah. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on the social media at Your Pop Filter on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Your Pop Filter. If you want a longer form, email us, contact at yourpopfilter.com, or if you want your voice on one of our very shows. If you want on this one, you scream right away after you dial 1562-DRDJPOP, then scream, welcome to the OCD, bitch, so we know what show to put your voicemail on, and let us know if you're very pro-Oliver. Just let us know. Our robot associate... Dr. DJ That'd Pop. be creepy as shit. There's no way that robot's going to tell us that you're pro all of No. He'll, he's he'll hold that block back. those calls. Yeah. But the OCD version of Dr. DJ Pop, he does wear a backwards hat and puka shells. One of his hands is a... Bongo drum. And his other hand is a... Uh, Matthew McConaughey. And he's the worst. So we don't like him, but it's, it is a robot who hangs out with us, so that's okay. Uh, Greg, how do you shop? I shop at Amazon.com, but then, nope, that's not what I do. I go to Your Pop Filter slash Amazon and do all my shopping there. I think I go to Amazon.com because it's just the same thing. But we get a little bit of money. And Ryan, yeah. if they want to support us, what would they do? They would go to Patreon.com slash Your Pop Filter. Yes, sir. And you would subscribe to one level of Patreon. What, we, what we're looking for right now is $5. Then you get like extra shows and stuff. Also, if $5 is not enough support... I would say go to the $36 level where we will tell you every month what is the best Dorito of that month. And it's always Cool Ranch. It's we never love Cool, cool Ranch. ranch. It's a big fight about how cool much ranch. we do or do not like Cool Ranch. Mike, you love Cool Ranch. Fuck Cool Ranch. What is wrong? Why it's are you lying right now on Mike? You Thank love Cool Ranch. you guys for listening. Thank you to the Holophonics for giving us sweet, sweet tune skis. 
I'm very excited because next week, we've talked about it a lot through the OCD, but we finally get to see Rooney in concert. Rooney! And watch Luke jump up and down and scream, Rooney! Yeah, Rooney! For a band he's never seen before. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Stay gay. California!